Hey everyone, welcome back to episode 16 of the Mess Hall Podcast. Today's guest is Lamont Ferguson. Um, I didn't introduce him during the podcast, so I'll introduce him here. And uh, if you like the podcast, make sure you give it five stars on iTunes. And I also want to bring up the fact that I am still a proud member of the Alberta Podcast Network, powered by ATV Financial. And this week, I want to give a special shout-out to the Young Gaffers Podcast. The Young Gaffers Podcast is a podcast that deals with soccer, and um, you can make sure you get a lowdown on the World Cup, on our World Cup preview on the last couple episodes. So make sure you tune in, and follow me on Twitter at the Mess Hall Pod and enjoy the podcast. Thanks. Hey, so... Welcome along to the Mess Hall Podcast. Thanks, thanks, thanks for having me. Good to be here. Yeah, it's great to have you on. And, um, I'm just going to dive right into it. Sure. So, when you were growing up, what kind of foods would you have? Uh, as growing up, well, I guess it's a different kind of uh, thing that goes on there. I have their separate thoughts. So, the main thing, if you said, hey, what the menu is, uh, there were there were some soul food going on in my household, you know, some of that. You have some some uh, Sunday dinners, uh, which had some soul food there. There's, there's mac and cheese, there's chicken, there's uh, stuff like that. Like I said, good stuff for your soul. Uh, but also, uh, growing up, I always thought we were middle class, uh, and it's funny because I didn't realize till later that we weren't middle class at all. Uh, but there was, I remember that there was a lot of uh, pot pies, a lot of pot pies as kids. And then uh, recently I was in the grocery store and I saw that pot pies were 50 cents. And it made me think, how poor were we? Because they were 50 cents today. How much could that have cost back in 1970? But yeah, we had a variety of foods. There was a variety of foods. And growing up in Southern California, there's also the Mexican food influence as well. So uh, there was a, a wide variety of uh, foods as a kid. Nice. When you mentioned soul food, almost a smile came on. <laughs> Is there some type of soul food? that you miss or do you still get those things? No, I still get those things. You can still be able to get, you know, greens, get yourself some collard greens, some yeah. mustard greens. Uh, uh, I remember as a kid we did eat chitlins. I've not gone back to chitlins <laughs> since I was probably a, an early young adult. Uh, but I didn't find any problem with them, but I just uh, did not a, as a adult go, yeah, I really crave some chitlins. But no, but yeah, we had chitlins as a kid. Nice. Yeah. Um, <laughs> well, interesting anyway. <laughs> yeah. Um, so what is soul food? I know you mentioned mac and cheese. Chicken, mac and cheese, right? collard greens, shitlins, cornbread. It is uh, the whole idea about it being soul food is just it's food that just that it just conjures up the image of the family sitting down and just enjoying a meal together and a big meal is yes. what it is. It's just a good solid home cooked meal. That's why it's called so. It's good for your soul. It just makes you feel good, gives you warm memories, and yes. uh, just good thoughts is, is really this. But those those are the main ingredients. A lot of times, like I said, it's it's fried chicken. It is uh, cornbread. It's collard greens, mac and cheese. Uh, for dessert, I'd say peach cobbler probably is the standard. I'd have to get the black audience vote, but I'm pretty sure, pretty sure we'd all go with peach cobbler uh, as being the, the thing. <laughs> Now, do you have ice cream on your pizza? You do have a little ice cream on. Yeah. Sometimes, if uh, if it's summer, maybe even a little homemade ice cream yeah. on there. You know, yeah, that's, yeah. that's hitting the spot right there. <laughs> I'm smiling and I'm starting yeah. to drool almost. Because that's the, that's one of the things I do miss. Uh, and I wanted to do this, and I'll probably try to do it this summer because I'll be off this summer. Is as a kid, like we had that had hand cranked 
ice cream maker oh. where you know you get the the rock salt and the ice and you stack it in there and you make it yourself and do that thing about it and there was just nothing like that ice cream yeah. and then I remember that as a kid and uh, I probably haven't had it since then but I would like to uh, my younger kids now uh, to be able to expose them to that and just go hey look this is uh, how we made a little ice cream one it was just a treat you know just make a little homemade ice cream so, yeah I'm sorry I was making ice cream few years ago now. Yeah. I used to make it all the time. My wife and I would yeah. try to make crazy concoctions. Oh, nice. Very nice. One of my favorite ones to make was a jalapeno ice cream. Oh, wow. And I soaked the jalapenos overnight in the cream base and then strained it out. But as you make, when you're eating the ice cream, it's, it's hot. Yeah. And you have more ice cream. Oh, wow. Yeah. It's a vicious circle. So <laughs> That's funny. I really, really enjoy homemade ice cream. Yeah. So I never did the crank one, but it sounds... Oh. Sounds like work, but worth it. Work. Yeah, because there were, uh, I have three siblings. Uh, one was very young, so she wasn't around during that time where she was too young. So what would happen is my dad would take a turn, and then it'd just be the three kids taking a turn. So it is very uh, labor-intensive, but when you have three kids that have nothing else to do, then sure, it sounds like a fun thing for them I, to I do. I might have to get one for my son. <laughs> I can just keep him busy. Yeah. He's a uh, busy kid. So. Right, yeah. Um. So do you miss those type of foods on the road? Like you're on the road. Well. Yeah, I do miss that type of food on the road. What I really enjoy being on the road is when they put me up in a uh, either a condo, like an apartment, or a house where I have access to a kitchen. Oh. Because there really is, I enjoy cooking, I love cooking, and uh, there really is... Uh, Nothing like that. I mean, you can go out to a restaurant, and that's fine, but it's going to you know, incur the expense. But just being able to make that meal and then sit down and eat is the best feeling ever. Because yeah. when I'm in Ontario, they'll put you up in a series of houses or, or apartments where I have access to a kitchen, and I'll just cook every day. And it just gives me a sense of normalcy, that type of feeling that you don't get because you're on the road all the time. Okay. Yeah. So what kind of stuff do you enjoy cooking? Again, a wide variety. Whatever it is I look at and I see, I go, okay, yeah, that's good. Like just a couple of days ago, uh, uh, I made a chicken cordon bleu uh, just because I felt like it. And uh, But, yeah, I like, you know, a variety, variety. I'll make some Mexican stuff. I'll make enchiladas. I'll make, uh, uh, like I said, a wide variety of, of different foods. Do you get inspiration walking through the grocery store type of thing? Sometimes. Well, you know what I wish? I wish, uh, like you being a chef, I wish I had that knowledge. Uh -huh. I wish I could look at something and go, okay, yeah, that, that goes with that. You know, you know like... Uh, like, I'll watch the cooking shows and stuff like that. So whenever, whatever it is, chopped or whatever it is, when they open a basket and they look and they go, yeah, this is what I'll make out of this, My, I wish I had that knowledge. I wish I had that reflex knowledge to go, look, oh, yeah, that's that's what I do. So sometimes I do. I'll go, oh, okay, what if this would put in there or if I added this to there and stuff like that. I'll do that uh, in the grocery store when I'm trying to make whatever it is I'm, I'm nice. wanting to make. So, yeah. So do you find yourself experimenting a lot? Not too much, because then I'd be the only person that would eat it. <laughs> so uh, it's not too much of a variance of uh, experiments. But, uh, you know, I'll try here and there. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so what? what's your favorite type of food to cook? Like, do you find yourself cooking chicken more or beef? Or I probably cook chicken more than anything else. Okay. Uh, chicken more than uh, beef, definitely. Because uh, there's just a certain age where you just, your intake of beef can just be limited so much because of the fact that like it, it weighs you down and stuff like that. So, uh, but yeah, I do like uh, I'll cook chicken. Um, 
a lot of times it's just simple. A lot of times I'm just roasting a chicken for the most part. But if I have to cut it up, I'll fry it. Or like I said, I'll do the chicken corn on blue. And, uh, but also salmon. Salmon probably is my favorite uh, thing because it's, you know, it's easy. It's light. You'll do some, some maple glazed, you know, cedar plank salmon or something like that. That's, okay. uh, that's always tasty. So it's yeah. a nice, simple, easy, and yeah. just like really good meal type right. thing. Yeah, exactly. Do you ever see what, have you ever watched like one of those chop cooking shows or anything like that and see how they're doing salmon and just, oh my God, I have to try that. Like, is uh, that really complicated? Or? No, I've not. Uh, I've not seen them do anything with this because I would be intrigued by that. I would look yeah. and go, yeah, that'd be something I could try. But I'm always open to if I see something I, that I think, okay, yeah, I can do that, then I then I would give it a try and try okay. to do it, yeah. It's, uh, I, I enjoy processing salmon. Like, I'd mm-hmm. love yeah. to have a whole salmon. I'll skin it, take all the pin bones out, yeah. cut it up, cook it, but I just won't eat it. Oh, really? I'll stop myself. <laughs> oh. <laughs> but I, I love processing fish. Yeah. It's so much fun. Just, yeah. But, yeah, I'm not a huge fish fan myself. Oh. Just, As a kid, I wasn't. Uh, mainly because of, it, it, nothing to do with it. it just had to do with the bones. It had to do with the fact that uh, I was fearful of the bones. Like okay. you try your best to get all the bones out, but then there's bones that, that in, and it would take me as a kid. I would sit there and I would probably say it would take an hour and a half for me to eat a piece <laughs> of fish because I was just so it'd just be tiny pieces and bites that I would take for fear that there'd be a bone in that bite would and stuff. your parents just watch you and get frustrated? They like, would get you? very frustrated because I'd be the last one sitting at the table and yeah. just there, but I was just like, you know, I just can't trust these bones <laughs> that goes on in the fish. There. And that was a lot of, uh, that wasn't even salmon as a kid. It was probably a lot of red snapper okay. uh, as a kid. Yeah. Is more available in Southern California? Uh, no, everything's pretty available. But I just remember as a kid, uh, we had a lot of red snapper. And uh, now as an adult, uh, I really don't have red snapper that often. It's salmon, and I'll do uh, I'll do catfish. I'll do uh, some Cajun catfish nice. from time to time and stuff like that. So, yeah, that, that's mainly the fish. Those are the two fish that I'll eat. Nice. So growing up in Southern California, you talked about Mexican food. Oh, yeah. How much of that influences what you make and eat today it's a lot because it's a thing where you grow up on it then you just kind of crave it uh because there are times you're like yeah i i need to have a little mexican food i need to have some in me so you know there are times where i'll just whip up some tacos or or uh make like i said some enchiladas so those are the two main things that i'll i'll make uh, like i think the, probably within the past month i made uh uh some enchiladas that were beef that were cheese it's so funny because i always cook like there's a hundred people <laughs> and, and uh, like that's been the biggest joke about me from my family and my sisters because i don't really know measurements that well yeah. <laughs> like i don't can't put them in my head so like a long time ago i was by myself lived by myself and uh i saw that ribs were on sale pork ribs were on sale for 99 cents a pound i thought man that is amazing 99 yes. cents a pound well, I go and pack, th- th- you have to buy them in this package, and, and I didn't make the decision. It was 13 pounds. It was 13 <laughs> pounds of rib. And I didn't imagine that, oh, that's a lot. of. So I, I bought them. I go, oh, this looks like a lot. And then I went to make them one day. It was a Saturday, and I'm cutting them and getting ready to barbecue. I started on a Saturday in the summer before noon, and I did not finish until after dark with the, with the whole barbie. And I'm calling everyone I know, hey, come on over, get some ribs, got plenty of ribs and stuff. But yeah. I, I, I'm very similar. Maybe not to that, <laughs> but I don't know how to cook for three people. <laughs> right, right. My wife, 
she knows when I cook on the weekends. I yeah. do most of the weekend cooking. She'll cook during the weekend. Right. Well, she doesn't have to cook on Monday. And sometimes Tuesday. <laughs> right, right. Like, there's just so much leftover. So yeah. Even when we have people over, it's still... <laughs> we had seven people over a couple weeks ago, and I had enough there for at least 15. <laughs> That's funny. Uh, I, and I agree with you. I measurement, the concept of that. Is yeah. Thrown out the window. Yeah. When you just want to make good food. Right, exactly. That is, yeah. that is the truth, yeah. So... You're cooking, you say you have kids. Yeah, I've got um, kids. Do they enjoy your cooking? They do, and that gives me the greatest uh, uh, joy is to, because they're very picky, as a lot of kids yeah. are. They're just very, very picky. So I will try to make stuff that I know that they will like, and still it'll be an agreement between all of us. Like, yeah, yeah this is what I want to make, and uh, I know that they'll like it this way. So that, you know, sometimes, like, they're not really big on sauces, so maybe I won't put sauce on something, whatever okay. it is and stuff, and then they'll eat it. Like the, uh, uh, what was it? Well, the, the, yeah, the chicken I made recently, because my son Noah, uh, he's not for any sauce at all, anything at all. So I thought, well, because I wanted to make the chicken corn and blue, but then I wanted to sauce it, so I decided to make some variants of an, what was it? It was like an avocado lime uh, some type of citrus type of stuff that I made myself and just okay. got, okay, we'll put that on there and drizzle on it. But I made sure that he didn't have it on his, so his just was the regular chicken corn on blue <laughs> with the, you know, the meat inside and the cheese and stuff. And he ate that great. And so it, it, anytime that, it, that where they will sit and eat, uh, that gives me the greatest enjoyment because I go, okay, good. Then that was the proof that gives the approval that they actually ate it. And, you know. So now I'm going to go back because you're yeah. talking about sauce. Um, if you were making ribs today, what kind of sauce would you put on there? Like, you like a sweeter sauce or more like a vinegary sauce? Uh, I would probably make a variety of it. I would probably make some that with with either, but I I personally prefer a sweeter sauce. Yeah. That uh, like if I had the choice of ribs, I would probably have a sweeter sauce and maybe one. I'd probably eat one that had like the tangy type of vinegary type of sauce, but uh, my preference is a sweeter sauce on the ribs. Yeah. Yeah, I I, I agree with you. I, <laughs> I like the sweeter sauce. Yeah. Um, yeah. So that's what I I'll make at home. Right. I mean, I make a. What I like to call beer BQ. Okay. I saute onions and add beer and some brown sugar. Yeah. And reduce. Oh, nice. Very nice. So it's. My wife's been asking me to make it, so maybe I should. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, very um, nice. And I like making desserts as well, uh, although it's not a variety of desserts, but it's still something. You know, a sweet potato pie is a is a good. That's a that's a nice black thing. It's a sweet potato pie, and then uh, apple dumplings, which is weird because that's a recipe I saw on a television. She's 20, almost 30 years ago. And then it's become like the thing. Like all the kids or people who have it go, are you going to make that? Are you, gonna, are you making that thing? I'm like, yeah, sure. I'll, I'll go ahead and make that. And it's just, uh, uh, you, you get an apple, you know, maybe a, a Macintosh type of apple, that, uh, or Rayburn as well. Uh, peel it, you know, boil it, get your, uh, get your dough, get your stuff, stuff inside, sugar, vanilla, butter, walnut, raisins in the center, core it after you core it. Wrap it up, boom, put it in the, in the oven there, bake it up, uh, drizzle with sauce with a uh, caramel rum sauce nice. on there. Yeah. So. You might have to come over like <laughs> <laughs> I, I can understand why. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's very, that. very popular. Yeah, yeah that sounds amazing. <laughs> yeah. So, 
since you like cooking, do you ever go back to your parents and try to impress them with any type of cooking? Or uh, because I always cooked as a kid, so so what they would always see it would always just be, oh, he's in the kitchen again doing his stuff with trying to cook and stuff like that. And then uh, they just kind of got used to the fact that that those were my experimental days was was me trying to figure out this and do that stuff. So once. They figured out that, oh, he's still cooking. He's still doing stuff. So now, yeah, they trust me to cook. Like, I'll go to Thanksgiving, and they'll say, what is it you're going to cook? What, it, you know, what besides part of the, the yeah, besides, yeah, besides, exactly, besides the apple dumplings, is there anything else that you're going to cook and stuff? And so, yeah, they, they, uh, they enjoy it. You know, like I said, they made fun of it. My sisters and my mom would make fun of the fact that I like being in the kitchen and cooking and stuff. But then they kind of went, well, no, I guess he can cook. You yeah, know? yeah, that's so, great. Though. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> hey everyone, as we all know, when music gets cranked in the background of your podcast, it means you stop for a commercial. So I just want to talk about ATB Cares. ATB Cares is perhaps one of the coolest ideas ever. You can donate to your favorite charity on atbcares.com, and ATB will cover the fees plus add 15% to your donation. In 2017, over $4 million was donated to charities through ATB Cares. And now back with the podcast. So I almost lost my train of thought. Oh. Um, so, when I lose my train of thought, I have to ask about chicken wings. Oh, okay. Um, it's one of my personal favorites. All right, um, yeah. Do you like a dry rub on your chicken wings? Do you like wet rub? Do you like crispiness? Or do you even like chicken wings? I do like chicken wings. I'm not big on hot. Uh, like, even when I cook, I, I'm not big on hot and spicy. I'm not really big on that. Uh, so, I like a dry rub at times on the chicken wings. And, and when I have my choice of what the... The uh, the coating is. Uh, I probably say that the top is the garlic parmesan. Oh, okay, that's, that's that's probably my top choice. Uh, yeah. Chicken wings is the garlic parmesan. Yeah. Nice. I I was talking to somebody last week on the podcast, and they were saying that they like a taco seasoning on chicken huh. wings. Huh. And I never thought of that. that. Yeah, that's sounds, interesting. Yeah. Sounds good. I'm gonna have to give them a try. Yeah. Huh. Yeah, I never thought of that either. That's interesting. It, it's interesting. Yeah. It's easy enough. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> that I have to try it. Uh, I just wanted to throw that out yeah. because I, I want other people to try it. Yeah. yeah. How it is. Be yeah. Almost before I do. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and a crispy, I like a crispy. I like a little crispy, yeah. Yeah, I, I agree with you. Yeah. Crispiness instead of deep fried and then tossing the sauce when it's right, too right. saucy. Right, it's, yeah. It's just... Soggy almost. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So, what about pizza? Do you enjoy pizza at all? Or? I do enjoy the pizza. Uh, I actually, I don't know. Probably a month ago, we made a little homemade pizza because I my youngest daughter's four, and so she she likes to be around me, and so she knows that I like to cook. So she you know pretends to help you know whatever it is, but she, and then take credit that she also helped cook. Uh, so I remember as a kid. Because, you know, we had to, my mom had to make things stretch and stuff like that. I remember her making homemade pizza. And, uh, but it was very different. I was like, oh, okay. So we tried that 
uh, recently, and it's probably the first time since I was a kid that I even tried it. Uh, you, you, the dough is biscuits. You take biscuits as the dough, and then you just put those onto the cookie sheet and stuff, and then just go ahead from there on that stuff. Uh, and so we did that, and it's good. Liked it. It was nice, tasty. Nice and flaky. Yeah, nice and flaky. Yeah, exactly. That sounds good. Yeah. So you're living in the states, come to Canada. Yeah. Is there foods that you want to have in Canada, like? Well, I remember when I first was coming to Calgary, it was always a big thing about the Mexican food. And so I have a friend who lives here, and she goes, oh, well, let's go to this place. And we go to this place. And I was like, no, this is not Mexican food. I don't even know what you're doing. This is not Mexican food at all. It's not close. And uh, so then there was another place, and she goes, well, we'll try this place. And I, nope, not not again. Again, not Mexican food. Not close to Mexican food. And uh, so there's three places that she tried, and I go, yeah, we're done. We're, you don't have anything here that is authentic. Actually, what sounds, you know, the stuff that I was going and getting was stuff that seemed like they ran to Costco and just kind of picked up and just started serving. And uh, I told her, I go, well, they're charging me X amount of money for the guacamole. I said, this is the time when they put me in a hotel. I said, I can go to the grocery store right now and make guacamole in my hotel room. That is better than this. Just going to the grocery store and getting it. And then uh, she goes, yeah. I go, yeah, that's that's the one thing that I would miss. Uh, and if you were to flip things, like that's the thing I miss in Canada, uh, when I'm here in Canada and in the States, I have no idea why we don't have a variety of poutine, like a smokes uh, poutine. Yeah. I don't know why that, because it... Like, you know, yeah, it takes a little while for the American to wrap the head around gravy on the fries. It took me a long, long time. And a friend of mine finally goes, no, you got to try this. And I tried it, and I was like, oh, okay. And it took, geez, I would say, I've been coming to Canada for maybe 27 years. It probably took close to 20 years before I finally was, all right, let me try it. Let me try it. And then I was like, oh, man, this is fantastic. And then I went out east, and I go to Smokes, and I was like, I don't know why we don't have this in the States. It is a state's food. It is just gluttony. <laughs> it's what it is. Yeah. It is an American thing. They, I don't know why, if they could just wrap their head around the fact that it's, you know, I don't know, it's the word gravy on, I don't know what it is. Whatever it is, the Americans need to get that out of their head and just try this and go, okay, we're, we're all set. So is it just gravy on the fries, but then I you think, have to add the cheese? Like, I, don't, I think it's just the idea, because I don't even think the cheese comes into play. I think it's for the idea for the American, it's the idea of gravy on fries. Because all they hear and all they know is, uh, okay, gravy on mashed potatoes, which, you know, they, they think that, and they think, no, why would I put it on fries? It doesn't make any sense, even though potatoes mashed potatoes the same thing. Uh, but I don't know. But once, you know, they don't even get to the cheese curds part. It's hard for us to wrap our head around that part. Maybe if we said the cheese curds first <laughs> and, and then the gravy, then maybe they would be more apt to go for it. But uh, it is interesting how it, it's, it sits in Americans as being weird. I, I'd never heard that before. Oh. I, I find that amazing that people are, have a hard time getting their head around. Yeah, it is. It's very weird. Fries. Yeah. Even when I was younger, might not have had poutine right. until I was a little bit older, but having fries on, on gravy on fries, right. was, you had to have it. Yeah, well, in America, it's a ranch. It's a ranch country, you know. Ranch, it's like it's fries, and you'll just dip your fries in ranch dressing. Is how it is, and that's pretty much how fries are served for the most part. You know, just hey, can I get some ranch? All right, fine. Bring out ranch and put it on the fries, or not put it on the fries, but just dip it into the fries, and that's really all that we know. What about yeah. ketchup? Well, ketchup came before the ranch, okay. but uh, th so that's just kind of a given. 
Uh, but then the ranch is the new thing. It's been that for like 20 years or so that the ranch is kind of, yeah, ranch with the fries. Okay, yeah. yeah. Do you find uh, blue cheese trying to creep in a little bit? No, no, no. I think the only thing the blue cheese is really is uh, is in the wings, is yeah. uh, for a dip into the, the, the wings. That's the only thing that I've seen that blue cheese has made its push into. Yeah. yeah. I think I'd rather have ranch with wings. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But then, yeah, that, it's both of those. It's ranch, it's blue cheese. Uh, both of those are dipping sauces for ranch. Yeah. I mean, for uh, wings, sorry. Yeah. That's, I'm still amazed at that story. It's just... Yeah, because uh, uh, I my my wife would come and she just like, yeah, I don't know. But then when she came out and I said, oh, no, try this. And then she's like, oh, yeah, that's great. So a, they finally, they opened a smokes in Southern California okay. a couple of years ago. Uh, it's in Hollywood, and uh, I play basketball every Sunday about two blocks away from there. And so once I figured out, oh, that it's here, uh, if I'm up to it after basketball, I'll go and get some and, and take just, it home. Yeah. There's no way you could have that first. And oh, God, no, 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 no. Yeah, and it's pretty far from my house. It's about 40 minutes. So the only way that I would be able to go is while I'm there playing basketball, then down the way home, just pick it up. Because I wouldn't make a trip over there to go get it. It would take forever. That's, yeah. So did your wife like the poutine when she first tried Yeah, she did. Yeah. So yeah. What, what kind of toppings do you get on your poutine? Are you just a classic fries, gravy, cheese kind of thing? No, I like the, uh, my favorite at the, is the double pork. I like, uh, I like the shredded pork and then uh, some bacon. Uh, on top of it. That's what I like. And she's more apt to try different varieties of stuff. I'm, yeah. you know, I'll find one thing that I like and then I'll be good with that, you know. Yeah, I, I worked at a place and we used to have poutine Fridays. Oh. And I put it in like a Chinese takeout container. Mm -hmm. So it all just like Oh, that's up. nice. <laughs> that is nice. I kind of miss it. Yeah. So maybe I should just do it now. <laughs> yeah, so that's I really enjoyed that story. Like, I'm still trying to get. <laughs> so, do you have other Canadian foods that you like, like say all dressed chips or even ketchup chips? I'll take the the the. I'll bring a bag of some of the chips home from time because you guys do have a a, a wider variety of uh, the chips than than we do in the states. And I do like the all dressed chips. I'm not. I've never tasted the ketchup chips because I'm not a fan of ketchup. I'm okay. not, it just in general, I don't. Like my wife, I'll take the, like even from this trip, I'll probably take a couple of bags of the ketchup chips home uh, because uh, my wife likes it and then her cousins also like it and stuff. So I'll do that and stuff. But yeah, they, they really do enjoy the variety of chips uh, that are here as opposed to what we have uh, down in the States. But, See, yeah. I, I picture the States having more Yeah, we don't. We don't. That's the weird thing about it is that we don't. So when I, you know, like I guess recently, whoever it is that was started the crossbreeding of a whole bunch of stuff with chips, uh, that made it down to the states, and so that you know, there's more variety of that. But prior to that, uh, it was only here that had that different variety of the, the dill and that type of stuff. Like we didn't have dill chips down there at all. You know, it was here, so I'd take the chips here and take them home and stuff. But yeah. So. I, I don't always picture the chips being that exciting. <laughs> this, this foreign food from, yeah. from another land. <laughs> yeah. There's another, what is it? Because I had a friend come down one time and visit, and she was saying she was looking for something that we did not have. And I think it was the dips, uh, the Philadelphia cream cheese 
or dips, I believe that's what yeah. it was, uh, that the dips for the chips that we we don't have that at all at all. We have we have different varieties of of cream cheese, but not cream cheese dip. Oh, okay. uh, I don't think we have it in general. I, I think I looked for it probably within the past two or three years because every because ever since she said that, I was like, yeah, I guess we don't. And I go by the aisle and look, and nope, not yet. Yeah. Huh. So yeah, interesting. Yeah, something that I've just liked to have recently is uh, iced tea. Oh, okay. And, more of the American style iced tea, where, okay. where it's not as sweet. Right. That's that is one of the one things uh, I I enjoy about Canada because that usually will be my drink when I come up here is just iced tea. In the states, normally the I'll drink an occasional soda, but most of the time if I go to a restaurant I'll ask for lemonade. Uh, but uh, I won't ask for tea because it you know it isn't sweet, and then I got to find the right balance. And then here. Yeah, I, I I will overdose on the iced tea here because I'm like, yes, this is exactly what I want in the tea. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, I always found it a little bit too sweet, but I, I also. Well, here's the thing about is that it is sweet, but it is nowhere near as sweet as if you went to the states in a place where they serve sweet tea. Oh, like okay. in the south, that's a big deal is to have sweet tea. Like, hey, you want some sweet tea or something like that? That thing is way too sweet. I was like, yeah, I can't drink this. Really? This is extremely it's... sweet, super sweet. It, it is more sweet than the Canada. Uh, uh, iced tea, yeah. Interesting. That's, yeah. That's an interesting take on it. I yeah. really like it. <laughs> but um, that's all of our time today. Oh, okay. Well, that was enjoyable. Yeah, it was. Thanks, <laughs> Thanks for coming on. Thanks again. Thanks really for having great. me. Appreciate it.